song. My turn-ons are dancing in the dark, kissing on a lark, and peeing in the park. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. That's the duh of Francais, not the duh of dumbass. But never mind that. Don't follow me now. Follow me later. I mean, for right now. W-A-F-L-O-Y-T. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Hi, Mike. Great. Spelling. Is it strange? Give me an A. Give me, Give me an, an L. L. Oh. Wait a minute. You're not doing L-W-A-F-L-M, are you? Oh, just to do that. O-Y-T? Okay. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. We're best known by LW A F L M O Y T. Really easy to remember. Rolls off the tongue. You can find our podcast by you can find our YouTube channel by the acronym. But we're here right now as we are at our home. Mutiny Radio every every Sunday first, two PM Pacific Standard Time, five PM East Coast time. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Oh, forget about. Well, at five o'clock Sunday. Oof. I should be back by church by then. I was. I don't know if you understand the concept of our show. It's we watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. Let us watch it here on Mutiny Radio. By the way, Mutiny Radio. We love Mutiny Radio, and we love for you support Mutiny Radio by going to mutinyradio.fm. Click donate. That's it. You could go to Patreon, type in our name. You could go to Venmo. We have an account. You throw in some dollars. Check out the website. Get your uh, streaming service going on it and enjoy it. How about that? I dare you. That'd be you know, fantastic. I use TuneIn to listen to Mini Radio Live as it streams. Yeah. And uh, it's now available. Listen, it's available. You never, you what? Mini huh. Radio app. What the hell? There's an app? Yes, everybody get the Mutiny Radio app. You just listen live. Hang on a second. I'm going to get my phone out here. Uh, I'm embarrassed to show my clip. Mutiny Radio live. That's what Mutiny Radio is playing right now? What a hippie station. It's a lot of hippie music. You know, there's a whole uh, wall of CDs of public domain music. Where like artists say, yeah, go ahead, use it. And that's the best part is when people use it. I don't know if that's it. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and not use my phone right now because I have it on YouTube. We're going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube. These are films that I've heard about growing up, and now I can see them on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie this week? This week we're watching The Junk Man. The Junk Man. It's one word, Junk Man. It's 1982. You put that in, the channel we like is Gavin Morse. Gavin Morse. All right. He's all right. He's all right. So, oh, and uh, so it's the junk man. Of course, junk man is one word. 1981. And you can find Gavin Morse is the channel hosting the show. We want you to find it. Click the link. Hit pause. Drag the timer to zero, zero, zero. And when prompted, hit go. We will all hit go. Uh, now, how do we hit play when you hear go? 
And I'm really excited because the person who's going to say go is a celebrity comedian. And we're very grateful to have this week's celebrity comedian countdown. Take it away, Carl. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Celebrity Comedian Countdown, this time with Steve Schwartz. Welcome, Steve. Hello. (laughs) Now, Steve, you are a comedian, and that's how we met. But it really shouldn't be how we met. Because you discovered one day, going through a yearbook, that we graduated high school, the same high school, the same year, and we didn't know each other. Right, and I forgot what clued me into it. I wish I remembered, but for some reason, I got an inkling that we graduated the same year, and I went and I opened my yearbook to look, and then uh, apparently, you didn't have your picture taken for the yearbook that year. Right. You were listed in the not pictured. Right, exactly. I just spotted that in the yearbook. I don't remember. There's, I guess I could make up a really good story, but yeah. uh, either way, yeah, I figured that out, and that's super weird because, although it seems like comedians are everywhere, <laughs> uh, there really aren't that many. So two from the same high school in the same <laughs> graduating year is kind of a kind of a strange coincidence. It, it, and the thing is, we didn't know each other, and our school was not huge. When I throw a name out or two, you know that person or know of them. I guess we just traveled in completely different circles. Yeah, uh, we were talking about this the other day. I had really bad, really bad zits. Uh, <laughs> I moved from a blue collar area to Heightstown. I was sort of a fish out of water there. I mean, my life was pretty much, I worked at Food Town, which was a supermarket locally. Uh, as many hours as I could. I was in high school as few hours as I could. If I recall, you could actually leave when your classes were over. So I my schedule i set up my schedule so i was out of there as early as possible so i was about as miserable in high school you know as (laughs) as you could be and um so maybe you kept to yourself and that's why i mean i wasn't a popular kid in high school but i certainly you know had lots of friends and was involved in a lot of stuff you know i was in the plays and then the music yeah yeah i didn't do it i didn't do any of that i mean i had a couple of friends but you know, um, some stoner people, mm-hmm. uh, some people I actually still talk to every so often. But it was a very miserable time for me. I wish I had discovered, you know, the arts earlier. We probably yes. would have known each other. Yeah. Uh, luckily, you were a little more in tune with what made you happy at that age than I was. I suppose I was just yeah. in love with being miserable. I guess <laughs> it was your misery that you could own and hold. I get it. I get it. So also, you are a professor. And the, what I wanted to ask you about that sure. is when you're up there in front of class doing your lecture, do you consider it like a performance? You're in front of an audience. Is it analogous to comedy? That's, it's a strange question because I would say before the pandemic, the answer was yes. I would try to perform for the class and try to make them laugh. And uh, I felt it helped. Um, but since the pandemic, uh, since we've gone back face to face, for whatever reason, I think students are still kind of getting used to being in front you know, of a live professor. It's just the dynamic just seems different. It's not as comfort, not as comfortable as it was before. And I just, 
for whatever reason, I just try to, I don't know, I just keep that part of my life separate. And I focus more on going out to Mike's more uh-huh. and doing it in an environment that's really set for comedy. And mm-hmm. I actually don't tell any of my students that I do comedy at all. I try to keep it a secret. As far as I'm concerned, it's none of their business. Yeah. Now, if you were like a, a, a teacher in the in the public school system, that would be way different. You'd have to totally hide that you're a comedian. But right. on the college level, is it, do they care? I've had my dean like my posts where I posted some clips <laughs> of some crowd work that, that I've done. So, I mean, as long as I, as I believe, as long as I'm not saying anything racist or hateful, or that would directly contradict the, you know, sort of the, the what's the, whatever, the, 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 the image that the college is trying to project. Right. And I mean, and even standard. if I did, even if I did, they might say, you know, I don't post the clip. I don't post clips online. All of my YouTube videos are, are uh, unlisted and I only send them out friends, family, or if I'm trying to get a gig. Right. So there really isn't a lot of me out there mm-hmm. and um so it's pretty uh, pretty some, safe. Let me some not nest they're not rate but just like a little off color i you know i can be off color i'm not clean but i don't really post those clips too much and and, and if i do it's again it's i'm a full professor i'm tenured i'd have to really say something really horrible which i you know i <laughs> never would for, for for me to get into trouble yeah now you were in the end credits of my pilot, giving jokes about the uh, COVID uh, uh, pandemic, and right. one of them was about w- your friends sent their daughter to Miami, the hotbed of COVID. Why would they do it unless they only wanted to pay for one year of school? Right. Now that implies she died. That's a little, little off color, right? That's yeah. Well, I, I guess you're attributing <laughs> off color to dark. I yeah. My joke yeah, you're right. You're very, right. very dark. Um, Not blue. Just, yeah. You know, but yeah, dark. I don't think necessarily equals the kind of material that will get you know someone in trouble. So, yeah, yeah, you're right. And I'm talking about a neighbor in this case. I'm not talking about somebody you know who's a student in in my college. Right. So, so um, all you talked about uh, YouTube links, sending it to someone to get a gig, but you're also on the flip side of that because you're quite a producer. I performed on one of your shows and what I loved about it is just, it was a full place with regular audience, you know, tell us about this journey, like going from comedian to becoming a producer, um, you know, and producing good shows. Yeah. So I, um, I stopped doing comedy for a couple of years. And uh, when I came back, there were lots of new comedians who I didn't know. And I figured the best way for me to get gigs would be to get my own room and to uh, you know maybe trade spots. So okay. I got a coffee house in Montgomery and um, things were going pretty well. They were running a show once a month and then Omicron hit and uh, we couldn't stay open late enough to have the shows. So the shows were on hold for a few months. And then finally, uh, you know, he, he pulled the plug on him. I thought it was a mutual mutually beneficial relationship because I was bringing people into a coffee house that had opened at the beginning of the pandemic, managed Mm -hmm. to stay open. I'm bringing an audience in 
30 people on a Saturday night at nine o'clock to a seven thirty to nine at a coffee house uh, when it would normally be closed. But you know, it didn't work that way. Didn't work out, you know, for whatever reason, whatever right. reason. And I also uh, was producing shows with two comedy friends of mine, and that was the show that we booked you on. And uh, we had uh, we advertised in meetup groups, we advertised on social media. But um, what I'm finding is uh, trading spots hasn't really worked out that well for me uh, for whatever reason. Uh-huh. Maybe I just need to focus on getting in front of comics more, um, going to more mics. I, I, I don't really know the answer to that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I help them a little bit behind the scenes now. But I'm trying to sort of get my name uh, away from the, the producer tag. Because right. um, I'd really rather deal with other comics, you know, on an e- with an even playing field. So if someone's talking to me and we're becoming friendly, I know it's because, you know, we hit it off for some other reason or sense of humor or, or what. And it's not because they're vying to get a spot on a show. <laughs> I'm not saying that people were doing that with me, but, you know, the wheels are always turning in your head. And you it's just suspicious. You know, yes. Mm-hmm. You can't I really I'm more relaxed. Yeah, so I'm more relaxed around other comics because I know, uh, you know, that it's it's just, you know, if someone talks to me or is friendly to me, it's, you know, it's for me as an individual and not for what I can do for them. <laughs> right. Which right. I find actually is a bigger problem when you get around comics our age. Uh-huh. You're not like that, Carl, but a lot of comics our age that I'm around, they just sort of look you up and down and they're like, what can this person do for me? Mm. What show can they get me on? Gotcha. Gotcha. If you are doing that, Carl, you were very, you know. Oh, I'm adept at it. Well, I don't think I was to uh, randomly out of the blue get invited to one, right? And then never be back. So I'm probably not out there trying to solicit, right? I think we only had two or three shows there anyway. That place turned out to be a big problem. They didn't want to, they got angry if we didn't get like 60 people in there. And they didn't buy like three course dinners. So. Yeah, I remember the night I was there. It was a pretty full room, and everyone was having uh, dinner. Uh, so, so uh, well, that's that's too bad because they're they're foolish. They were getting business where they wouldn't have had any. Yeah, produce, producing shows very difficult. Dealing with owners of businesses uh, can be very diff- difficult too because you don't need to go to school to own a business. You just buy it, <laughs> and it's yours, and you don't necessarily know what you're doing. That's a good observation. Okay, now, Steve Schwartz, how can people find you out there on the internet, on the social media, on the Insta chats and the Snapagrams? Where do they get you? Where can they catch you? You're definitely talking like a guy who graduated high school in 1984. Bingo. I'm on Facebook. I think I'm actually going to run a Facebook. I think I am Steve. Okay, I'm actually facebook.com slash Steve Comedy, S-T-E-V-E, comedy. Uh, And then on Instagram, I am Steve underscore Schwartz underscore NJ. NJ, okay. Okay, you represent the state more than being a comedian. Yes, I am the Steve Schwartz of New Jersey. Gotcha. Okay, so now, Steve, everyone at home is poised to watch this movie at the exact same time we do. They must Press play at the same time at home as we do in the, here in the studio. So why don't you go ahead, Steve, and give us that celebrity comedian countdown? Okay. 
three, two, one, go. Thank you, celebrity comedians, for your celebrity comedian down. It was great on this Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. 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 English Town, New York. So this English must Town be from H.B. Halinski, am I wrong? Uh, yeah, H.B. Halicki. Halicki. Now, this guy had a lot of success with Gone in 60 Seconds, right? Which we watched last week. He Our made show. so much money off of that crap. Millions of dollars. See all these things? They're his toy collection. Oh, I know. It's custom-made uh, opening credits. Right. He collects, like, you see the circus stuff, and the, you know, it's from the 30s, and... Well, it starts off with, you know, he's saying his name, uh, textile company, what have you, so... Yeah, because that is the movie company. It really is. They're a textile company, and they made a movie, you know? Yeah. Well, this is great. What's your opinion about custom-made opening credits like this? Do you find them lifeless, or do you find them exciting? Like, does, uh, it, does it excite you to see this, or do you just go, huh? Well, it's it's it. You're only giving me the choice of exciting or confused. oh, okay, or the gray area. Yeah, okay. So I don't know. It's impressive. It's nice, right? Yeah. They they tried. You see those explosions. <laughs> You and the beer. Oh I have a jar of stuff. Directed by H.B. Halicki. All right, cut to the action. Cut to the okay, action. Bye. The action is, I want him dead. Okay, Wolf. Okay. That's Don't you hate when movies start in the middle of something? Me too. Bye. That's it. It's on. He's dead. I want it public. Okay. Wait a minute. His own film? What's going on, Carl? Well, we don't know. Somebody wants Hollis dead. Now, watching a videotape, it's the history of the Harlan family. Why did it say Gone in 60 Seconds breaks world records on Variety magazine? Because this is, you'll see, he, he's the guy who made the movie Gone in 60 Seconds. He's H.B. Harlan? He's just, no, it's H.B. Halicki. He, he went by the nickname Toby. But okay. in this movie, he's Harlan. Harlan Hoss or some crap. <laughs> he's Harlan, and he's just got married. <clears throat> oh, an ass. Now look. Yeah. In this movie, his wife is just a shit man. Look at her go. She's a oh, yeah. dude. He's not a dude. She's a woman. No. That's your wife. No. I would hate it if she died. That would be tragic. If she was to have a crash in a car. Oh. Oh my god, of all no, things. That didn't happen. She's here she is. She's great. You know, that would be so ironic to have a uh, card salvage place and die by a car. Well, good thing that happened. Look at that color change. Whoa, now well, it's colored. It's right. nice to be, it's nice to be out of the park and oh no, I guess not. <laughs> it's nice to get out of the I think that's where they shot that breaking bad scene. Oh, it's uh, uh Oh, now he is. He's directing Gone in 60 Seconds. There's the whole film. Makes a blockbuster. Whoa! Blockbuster! He hit the big time! I read that on the Evening Observer. The morning paper version? The morning right. edition? Uh-oh. Oh, a daughter. They have a daughter now. Right. Look I at wonder this. what'll happen to her in the future. Uh, you, wait no. Wait a minute. No. Wait a minute. Oh, no. 
I read this in the Herald Examiner. Chuckman W's killed. Oh. Oh, look at that. It has to be them. Damn it. Damn it. Why did you have to die? Boss, that's we have the exhibitions coming up in 10 minutes. People are dying to see the car. You don't smash it up more. (laughs) Check out Jane Mansfield's car. Tragedy hits the rich. Tragedy. This is the one guy who like storyboards the movie and then just shows the storyboard. <laughs> Look, daughter, daughter, daughter. Oh, only one daughter. hand. Uh, What's gonna happen there? I mean, she's not be a baby forever. Batman. Is she turning into Batman? Uh, she's not gonna turn into Batman. Whoa, his second movie grosses $40 million. Yeah, he's... Oh! Oh, the Daily Press. All presses were daily back then. Well, there's a Herald Examiner and the Examiner Herald. Who's that? Who is that? Did you see her? Yeah. I guess that's the daughter now. Oh, time is fly. Oh, they're selling cars. That was probably the commercial back then. They probably jumped, right? Okay, so backstory's over. Now we know what this who's the hero of this movie. And again, we saw the the actual variety. We saw fifty fake newspapers. <laughs> but the one newspaper we see is the variety right. touting as the director's first movie. Yeah. So, <clears throat> this guy is like stiff, and his whole bit is he's not emotional. That's his whole thing, and it's very not funny. But that's but, how, uh, Andy Samberg's dad. but he is like number two at the company you see harlan's now he makes all these movies got a lot of money so he has a company this guy's number two of the harlan world that's how garfield works jim davis doesn't write anywhere he has a team all right down there those those are cars that's where we're gonna be driving right now what the movie does here this is long beach california Oh, by the way, that guy, well, we're not going to see him right now. What the movie does with that guy right there, that's his yeah. name's Hoyt Axton. He's like a big deal music person. I'll talk about him later. Hoyt. Hoyt. You know, I've heard of Hoyt Axton. And I have to say that really is a long beach. <laughs> it really is a long beach. Well, the thing about Hoyt Axton, he was catch a fly in his eyelashes. What, in this movie or in no, general? that was his logo. Oh, I got you. That's gross. His so eyes what this movie does that's good is it tricks us into thinking they're doing car thievery right now. Is this the? But they're shooting the new movie, right? Oh, you could you saw that? No, but you're you're setting me up to say that. Oh, I, yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Well, it's clever of the movie. You think, oh, it's gone in sixty seconds, and they're stealing cars, and then they're right. like, cut. So is that exciting that we watch these stuff? I guess so. It's a show. It's been on a show. Just there's no emotional weight to it. Well, right now, if you've never seen the movie before, you think this is a car chase movie. They stole us. It's just like Gone in sixty seconds again. <laughs> this is where Terminator was filmed. Right. Every uh, Reservoir sewer, uh, sewer movie. There's Axton again. Yeah, this is where Grease was filmed, the chase. Uh... 
Buckaroo Banzai, the end credits. Yeah. yeah. Repo Man, I guess. Oh, there's no way. He is gone in within a minute. <laughs> Axton, look at Axton go. Axton is a big deal. Uh... Okay, let me see. American singer, songwriter, guitarist, actor, prominent in the 60s, establishing himself on the West Coast as a folk singer with an earthy style and a powerful voice. Now, he didn't make the song famous, but he wrote Joy to the World. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. He wrote that. Of course, other people made it famous. Three Dog Night. Ow, he was in the face. Now, I don't understand this. He stole the car. He lost his loot. You see the briefcase that just fell? Right. Like his, his pick the lock stuff. And now he's escaping by chopper. Like who would have the Why would you steal cars if you had the money for? Okay. Oh, I see no. what you're saying. Uh-oh. Hey, film's busted. That's a VW Rabbit. Or maybe I'm just confusing the ears. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, that's a, that's DeLorean. John Florian, he's right there in the back. Hey, John. Hey, what's up, man? I thought I would check out my junk man friend. So he climbed onto the chopper. Oof. Now, so, you know how loud choppers are. I wonder why they're not... Wearing, like, headphones, yeah, right? Maybe that yeah, maybe that one wasn't. Axton, what's up? Oh, uh, we're like, oh. what's on the bottom of the water? Now, check this out, right? What a swimmer. Axton didn't get pay. He didn't get pay. He just took H.B. Halicki's Rolls Royce, his white Rolls Royce. So he uh, he's the star of the movie, and he's going to do these stunts. Oh, movie. Oh, it day was for night. Move over, day for night. Here comes Hello, the joke, man. Hey, uh, eight and a half. Go fuck yourself. Here comes the <laughs> joke, man. When it comes to movies, I said Boulevard, take a shit, because now the <laughs> joke, man. <laughs> <laughs> See, now look look how crazy and wacky he is they drive a crashed up funny bunny okay now we meet a reporter hey right. tr person in harlan's empire you promised me a story oh yeah well how about we do an interview such a you know it's like 70s business in the 80s you know, it was eight years earlier, Gone with 60 Seconds was out. It made yeah. so much money. Oh, look, there it is again. God forbid they should not bring up this movie. This is the third time I've seen the title of this film. Yeah, no, uh, it was a different form. We've seen it in a newspaper cover of Variety. Yeah. We've seen it as a neon sign. And we yeah, saw it painted on the this... Remember? Look, and now Whoa. we see it painted on a car. I've seen the title on a neon sign, a painted car, and a the variety. Vari cover of Variety yeah. twice. And more to come, more to come. Oh, what is it going to put it on? Like a, a beanie? Is it going to be like t-shirt? Hey, so, pass what, me a six-pack of God of 60 Seconds beer. So this guy is the office guy. Uh, where's that report on such and such? It's on your desk, boss. I don't want it on my desk. I want I'm... it in my hand. And she goes, okay. Oh, J. Jonah Jameson. Wow, Look did out. you see her boobs were up by the camera? <laughs> you think it was rolling? You checking the out? Well, let's check the uh, DVD extras. Look at his seventies outfit. It looks like he's from the Love Boat. Oh no, that guy. Yeah. yeah. Meet hey. the captain of the Blimp. 
who will figure into the plot later. Pleased to meet you, reporter so is, lady. We watched the, a movie, I forget what it was called. I think Gone in 60 Seconds we saw last week. There was a lot of Goodyear shit. The Goodyear had the name, the title. You pointed this out last week. The name and the title, Gone in 60 Seconds, is on the Goodyear Blimps neon LCD. So I've seen the title on a side of a car, on the Goodyear Blimp, on a neon sign, and the cover of Variety. Wait, no, the Goodyear Blimp does not count as Gone in 60 Seconds. But it's it said it. I've seen an item, movie. yeah, last week. Well, this will figure into the movie, this... this uh... Goodyear Blimp? Yeah. Now look, H.B. Uh, Halicki, Toby, in real life, was such an in guy, a made guy in town with all sorts of friends everywhere. He knew how to blimp people, and he got them to do that for his film. Put the title up there. Lock your car door, or it'll be gone. It's up. Oh, there he is, number two again. Stoic. Oh, it's hilarious. He had a, during his son's bar mitzvah, a good year blimp came by, and it said, happy bar mitzvah, Mitchell. Mazel tov. <laughs> Salomon. They got a seven up on the car roof. You see a seven up. Yeah, right there. Oh, on the on the roof of the car. It's not there now. Guy must have drank it. I'm just a little kid. Ah, uh, you know, there's no speaking parts for that that animal. Or that guy. Is there a little horse? They're both a little horse. (laughs) No speaking role. Here he comes. Hot shot. Look at this. Gone in 60 seconds on a t-shirt. Okay, so that's four. So t-shirt, neon side, side of a car, and the cover of Variety magazine. Okay. Okay, are you counting Blimp, though? No, Blimp is last movie. You made your point. Okay, so now... Well, it's back to how wacky they are. They have a beat-up car, and it became a go-kart. What a great... Whoa. Oh, man. We could barely catch up. I'm walking as fast and slow as I can. Listen, H.B. Hillicky is bragging right now. I have Rolls Royces. I have a picture of Smokey. No, a bandit. The bandit's right there. Look, that's the promo picture from Gone in 60 Seconds. Is the name of it on the promo show? No, no. I mean, maybe it is, but we can't see it. We can't see it. And I have to say, this copy of this movie on YouTube. He's bragging right now. He's like, look at all these cars. This is like me when I like play like an open world game and I collect enough cars in my garage. I go and I'm like, what am I going to drive around this time? (laughs) What Grand Theft Auto West thing I'm going to do? Which car? Oh, it's the Beverly Hills Billies. I think we're lost. I would like to play Grand Theft Auto, but the thing is, somebody would have to be working the controls, and then I just told them what to do. Tell them what to do? Yeah. I'm not, yeah. I cannot do that Xbox thing or whatever it is with, like, front, back, side, pew-pew, pew-pew. They had a game called uh, Grand Theft Auto 3. I think it was San Andreas, right? And uh-huh. it's this, like, open world, California. They have uh, Las Vegas, San Francisco, and Los Angeles, and then you know california like the farms and the, and the forest and my friend solved the game he did every mission really and i went over to his house with a save oh, yeah. file right that you have for playstation 2 and i saved his save game on my save file 
Yeah. And I went home and I played for the next two years, hundreds of hours. Just Everything I'm gonna drive. Knows. Yeah, I'm oh, gonna go get. Wow. Let me get a jetpack. <laughs> I think I'm gonna go to the hangar, get myself an airplane, and go down to <laughs> Vegas, crash into a building. Or you know, I like crashing into highways. That's the best part. You throw a couple grenades, then you park your car <laughs> on the freeway. Oh, that's funny you said that because in this game, in this movie, movie they yeah. will have, be flying a plane and dropping grenades. For for the movie or for uh, for fun? No, for the movie. Uh oh, wait. That's Holy the bad shit. guy. Yeah, listen, we are seeing an assemblage of bad guys. What this is called is conspiracy to commit murder. Is it gonna kill Holly? Turn up the sound. Okay. <laughs> Remember Fishburne? Like he's got a hundred thousand dollar bar. Yeah, he's got a he's got a lot of money on this yeah. map. He's got a hundred thousand grand. Hundred grand. Okay, now listen. He's gonna get mad. There. Okay, you can turn it up. So yes. they've got a client who wants Harlan dead, and he they he wants him dead in a very public way, so everybody knows what happened. Oh, I saw it myself. A plane <laughs> flew over his car. They were dropping grenades. <laughs> yeah. That's their orders. <laughs> That's what he wants. It's clear as day. God will never forget it. Forget what? Oh, helicopters <laughs> dropping grenades on the Hollis's car. Harlan. So now we have a super sappy scene. Uh, I don't know why. Um, he gave her a horse for her birthday. And now he's sitting down like, since your mother died, I've tried to bend mother and father to you and know i love you and and it's been hard but you are a trooper and i love you and i love you you want to listen go ahead here okay i got it here we go i i will never leave you i will never be gone in 60 seconds like it says on my beer mug right here my koozie (laughs) my koozie That's about the eight millionth. I love you. It's the last one. That's when you I wait to, I was, there. I was hoping they would the change their mind. Well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, if you watch this film on your own, it's really quite funny. He goes, I love you, I love you, I love you. I love you, daddy. I love you, love you. I'm sorry, so, Carl. Wait. Sorry. I listen, I'm sorry. I cut it off. Oh, it's, it's the not studio's a audio. Okay, so now we're like at the editing room, and I don't really understand why. It establishes that he's going to the James Dean Festival. Okay? Wait, that's bad news if you're a car lover. (laughs) Oh, reporter happens to be covering the James Dean Festival. She goes, this town population 65 will swell into the thousands. Population 65, my goodness. Right, we'll go into that. So, uh, have you guys got vaccinated yet? There's no COVID uh, here. <laughs> well, we want. 
I'll be back to check the edit. I'm just going to the James Dean Festival. This is the site in which he was uh, killed. Now, I guess H.B. Halicki is a James Dean fan because we're going to spend a lot of time, like, getting interviews. and. Oh, wow. Well, so far we've seen a James Dean Rebel Without a Car. No, uh, maybe he's, I don't know, one of three movies. Oh, Goodyear. Whoa! It's the Goodyear blimp. Goodyear. Hi, Harlan. I'll race you to the such and such. So they're going to race. There we go, Harlan. H.B. Halicki, 13. Oh. So the Gauntlet 60 Second T-shirt, It's a he's got his cigarettes rolled up in it. Wait, he has a gun in 60 Second T-shirt? Yeah. Okay, that's five. We're at five. Oh, because that's right, because there was a different person wearing the other one. Five. No, oh, no, that counts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, is that? What no, you that mean? would count as sort of like variety. It's the same item. I'm looking for different items with the with the with the title on it. Okay, now it's like um, uh, James Dean was my personal friend, and it was the tragic. It's the guy who does the festival. See a lot of people. Love him. Listen, my brother Phil and I were liable to the Philadelphia Papers Unknown to us, message was brought back to the station. Oh my god. I'm so happy the, the singer and the guitarist to the right. It's like oats from Hollywood. <laughs> I'm so happy. You who who you make my dreams come true. Ooh, ooh. Oh, here's the oats. Wait, oh, no, that's just grass. Yeah. I'm late for the James D. Oh, oh, uh oh. Walkie talkies, they're bad guys. A biplane? That's showy. Two of them. I, I don't know why she's in the movies. Well, because she knows uh, the, the Teenage Ninja Mutant Turtles and Splinter. See the sunglasses again? Yes, that's from Gone with 60 Seconds and, and uh, Kill Bill. I guess. But that doesn't say Gone with 60 Seconds on it. It's a reference to it. Right. I'm sure he didn't even do it on Well, he did it on purpose. He just used that car that has those uh, sunglasses on it. Okay, you see the French guys, right? Yeah. They're going to play. They get a few gags. Oh, no. Tragedy of James Dean. Why oh, I want to hear this. Oh, oh, I wanted to hear all the James Dean stuff. You know, it's not too morbid to have a car show right at the intersection where James Dean uh, crashed his car. Yeah, the thing is, why have the fest? I understand. I don't know. You're. It's morbid to have a festival there. Well, he did love. The, he did love the cars of the era, right? I mean, current those cars. Yeah, it is a little morbid, but you know, hopefully the estate makes a buck off it. Okay, there's. It's like Black Swan or something. He's a uh, emotionless man. 
and she shoots things for nothing, just for nothing. You'll see. Well, she's she's the one on the helicopter, right? Uh, no. no. The bad guys have two biplanes and oh, there's there's there she is. Driver. Or maybe it's three. You hear that noise? That's my brain cells popping right now. <laughs> okay, now this is great. This kid, he's like, I'm not gonna let he, I'm not gonna let these guys pass me, especially not a woman. It's like girlfriend's gonna they're gonna it's gonna oh. be, look, she pulls a gun. Whoa! What? Turn up the sound. Listen to the fight. Listen. Watch this. Watch this. Okay. <laughs> He's the greatest girlfriend. This That's is a great it. movie. All right. I promise I'll be better. <laughs> okay. Watch this. Shoot the cop. For nothing. Now, look, the cop oh. is dead and she's still shooting. Now, look, the cop is dead. Okay. She's going to get a sawed-off shotgun. <laughs> just start popping the car. Why? Die. Why won't you die? Answer me. Why won't you answer I me? I can't answer you because I'm dead. Okay. Harlan, now we have a love interest who we'll never, ever see again. Oh, she's off to make a pillow's uh, Yes. I got to go. But but that's the weirdest thing. We'll never see her for the whole film. I mean, well, she plays into this scene, but that's really it. Now, well, I know where she, we know where she lives. Abandoned farm. Look at this plane. It's red. Oh. Wait, there's a white, a white and a blue one, and a red one too. Okay, I. I've well, that's just the red baron. But now look. <laughs> Now, you saw the grenade dropped, right? Right. Okay, I want you to remember that because you saw the size of the explosion, right? It wasn't Hiroshima or Nagasaki, right? It was just <laughs> boom, right? Okay, right, right. later on, it will be ridiculous. You'll see. How does throwing, can I, I, can I ask you an obvious question? How yeah. does throwing grenades out of a biplane work? Like, you have to time it just right, right? Like, won't yeah. it blow up in the air? Uh, yes. Yeah, you, you have to time it just... Okay, if it hits the ground and it hasn't blown up, that's okay. It right, will in a okay. second. It will. Some armadillo will touch it and it'll blow up. <laughs> well, actually, maybe you're right, because it would, like, roll away or something and go leave the target. <clears throat> all right, excuse me. I've been, caught, I've been hacking it all night. If I had a, a grenade and I had a pin... And yes. I'm flying a biplane. Right. So I got 10 and 12 oh, on the steering wheel. Right. And then on the passenger seat, I got a bag of Acme grenades. So I'm like, stick my right hand in there because I'm left-handed. And then I get it. And then I have to transfer it to my left hand. And then yeah. put my right back on 10. And yeah, then you I got to blow it with your left hand. So I got to pull the pin. So I'm going to have to let go, pull it, throw it. And then figure the way gravity and timing works, it right. will blow up the moment it lands on the ground. Yeah, it's you're like going at a velocity. 
when you drop it, it will do that too. Where's it going to end up? You know what? The little grenade that could. I, I think I am a bomb. I think I am a bomb. I'll blow up when I hit the ground. All right, that's my material on grenades. It's from my that comedy album. Mike bombs. It's from my comedy album, Mike Spiegel and Bob's. I call my comedy special Total Bomb. I need a name. I don't have a name. You know what I was thinking? I, my comedy special needs to be 16 hours long. And that way, <laughs> they'll say, like, what did, you, what did you say about the Pope? I'll say, it was out of context. You have to watch the entire special to understand the context right. of that joke. <laughs> oh, the sheriff is dead? No. Just, he shot the guy and then she he shot the she shot the car i don't know but that was him like i've been shot you know calling <laughs> it in that is so chill lane you know everybody's jam now we'll see these two ladies a lot they are our dispatchers right click <laughs> buckle up boom these they are had their TV. i rock don't you remember their tv show casey and Mag uh, lacy's moms <laughs> wait let Casey and Lag. What? Casey, what was this? What was the Casey yeah, and Lacey? Kate, no. Lacey Hagney and Lacey. Hagney and Lacey's mom. Hagney and Lacey's mom. It doesn't matter. That show is 86 and this is 82, so they wouldn't be much age difference. Apart. This is the prequel? Yeah. There's a prequel to Cagney and Lacey. It's called Cagney and Lacey's Moms. Oh, gotta go. Can't have yeah. my stock hop stuff. What did you? What a fucking pig, man! Why did you think you could go in and get a burger? <laughs> I guess so. Okay, so now people are after Harlan. It's a surprise, right? Now, you remember Gone in sixty seconds? We had a forty-minute car chase, okay? And it was it was at the end. This time we're going to have it in the middle, and it's starting right now. Now, is it exactly forty minutes? I don't think so. I think it's like mid thirties. I don't know. I did look at it like right, I didn't get an exact count. But the thing is, he's giving us what we expected from Gone in 60 Seconds now. And he's doing it with a different spin. Like, it's it's not a police chasing someone. It's people are trying to kill him. So he's going to try to get away. This Yeah. That was like I directed a romantic comedy and I was walking down the street and I fell in love. It was just like my movie. <laughs> so I guess if you shoot an action film. Right. He is a movie maker who people are trying to kill. Whoa. Uh. All right. Can I pass through now? Excuse me. Excuse me. This is another thing about this movie. Like, it's funny when we used to do movie riffing uh, live, there'd be some, uh, that movie night at Dark Room years ago, there would be some movies where it would just be like action like this where people would get hurt. Right. And if it kept going on and on, it got so numbing. Like, you know, she is hurt right now and there was some yeah. real damage. But you see, it's. I, I hear what you're saying. It's hard to make jokes about it after the 18th time something well, like this happened. The thing is, if you watch it with the sound, it is a joke. I mean, she goes, take away my license. I'm never going to drive again. That's what she was saying. Oh, that's, what you said. Like, oh, that's a classic joke. Watching it with the sound off, this looks like serious shit. The cops are out. 
All right, I'm going to turn on the sound. Now this... Great. Oh, look at that. It's like a going, Whoa. It's, it's having fun at this, you know, the right. tragedy. It's a movie. It's no, a movie. it's a very like, I mean, this happens a lot, though, when uh, bad guys uh, rent bike planes and start dropping grenades in the middle of California. <laughs> Now, all the point of view shots you're going to see in this like 30 whatever minute chase are really uh, the director of photography sitting in the driver's seat, operating right. the gas and brakes. And H.B. Halicki was doing the steering wheel. That's crazy. Yeah. H.B. Halicki got, almost got. He got injured a lot, okay? I don't want to say almost got killed, but... <clears throat> he harmed himself. Uh-oh. Right now in this scene, right? Nothing's right. going on, but it's like he's going to jostle around and he's going to get bonked and he's going to get... You know what I mean? He, his head hits the thing and there's a scene in which a plane comes down and by mistake, the plane misjudged the distance. So the wing hit the car, and hit him in his face, and oh. that made the plane crash. Oh, my God. Yeah. It, was that recorded? Did they add it? Yeah, you will see it. And Are and the... he makes it pretty good. He, he, you see him driving up, and he goes, come on now, come on now, and then you see the accident, and then he goes, gotcha, and drives away. Oh, he's just he's in character. But in truth, the plane crashed. But so far, I've been watching the white plane and the black plane, and I think like the spy score is white spy six, black spy six, and gray spy beats both. There's a third spy versus spy, you know. Yeah, she's out there. Red. No, no, she's out there. Yeah, they do know about this. There's a lady spy who always outsmarts the white spy and the black spy, okay, the, male, the male counterparts. Are you ready for the one uh, cartoon where the, the two male spies beat the shit out of her? Will I ever yeah, Will win? I ever. This took two years to make. Well, yeah. I mean, like, getting all those permits must have been a lot and, like, notifying the county boards of all this stuff, you know. <laughs> now, look, this guy keeps doing this thing that's not funny at all. He's talking to his pig. I like to sing to my pig. I like to sing to my pig. We're gonna bake it after all. <laughs> Who can turn the bacon with his <laughs> There's his pig. And this will be a recurring theme. I guess that's a waterbed that broke. Yeah, so nineteen seven, it's eighty one. He's got a waterbed in his back seat. Yeah, that's pretty styling. You can sleep in the back, <laughs> and he's got his pig on it. Now, this film, uh, it used to hold the Guinness World Record for the most number of vehicles, planes wrecked in one film. Oh, there she is, heartless, heartless. 
but it was eclipsed by the Matrix Revolution. Plus, oh. and that was beaten by Transformers Three with five hundred and thirty-two vehicles destroyed. Well, uh, you remember the Matrix destroyed cars right now. Yeah, this he's like, uh... and they're all his, by the way. They're all his. What about that? So that he must either have a private uh, fire department or his own car. No, it's like... auction. For Gone Within sixty seconds. Pay two hundred dollars for each for a garbage truck and two fire trucks, and that is one of the fire trucks he bought. Now look, you see his gun. He's got a magazine that's so stupid; it's like as long as your arm. Like he clicks it in. You use bullets in a gun? I don't know how it works. Yeah, well, you don't use a mat. I mean. Not the magazine you use. Okay, so here's this is a running gag. She's like, I know a shortcut. And then they end up like, uh oh. It's a running gag through the film. But they should use GPS. <laughs> right. No, nobody has a C, uh, CB. <laughs> Good point. Well, I guess it's, it's, it's the 80s now. Right, but only junk men would still have them. Right. Well, the bad guys have walkie-talkies. Okay, here's the James Dean Festival. Right. You're going to see Harlan coming, and they're going to go, hey, everybody, it's Harlan. But then he's going to ram through. <laughs> their, their because Harlan was his stuff. tribute to James Dean. Look out! <laughs> What's your favorite James Dean movie out of the three he made? Um, I like the one... I don't really know. I like the one that goes chicky run. And I think Jim uh, Bacchus is in it. Yeah, that's a good one. That's uh, Rebel Without a Cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also uh, East of Eden and Giant. And he did a bunch of TV. Oh, no. Sunglasses are okay. Yeah, see, it's not the same car. You just put, you always put the sunglasses there. And Tarantino doing that nodding is you know giving a wink i don't know if i like it you know what i mean it's like so oh well, i mean only the cool people get it and he's doing what? it to show it's off like, it's saying it, this is a, a universe where these movies exist collide uh you know uh, collide together so you have gone with 60 seconds mixed up with a shooting you know what i mean like he's he's the idea is to create different genres by making references but honestly you know it's a reference. The problem is that if you go in and you're smart enough to know what's going on, you go, that's a re reference to something. I don't know what. And then you go, I don't know if I like that. Like you said, like, is it cool? Like a lot of like Coen Brothers movies, they rip off other films, but you know, there's usually a silly punchline to it or right. it's in a different context. Well, we just saw a very distasteful scene, Carl. Face of James Dean at the James Dean Memorial Car Fair, <laughs> getting, getting hit by a car. Bam! Announcer's going like, "Thank you, Harlan." Are you kidding? The crowd's like, "This is a job for Knight Rider." Listen, you know what? <clears throat> I don't know that theme song because that. That's got to be it, right? Yeah. 
because the thing is, I never watched that show because it, the premise was just like you'd be flipping channels and it'd be like, hello, Michael, or whatever it was. It's just so. It was really stupid. I mean, did you ever see the Different Strokes episode where Arnold goes to the studios of NBC and watches a taping of uh, Knight Rider and gets oh. to meet David Hasselhoff? Interesting. Yeah, it. I think Val Kilmer did like a played the voice of the car in the remake. The remake of it. I just want to show you that this is the French people's funny bit. They all go, you know, off road because they got blown away or whatever, and now they'll kind of rack up and whoa, oh, and no. they're, all, they're saying stuff like "Oh la la, mia mia," you know. They're like, <laughs> "I'm stereotype French." So there's a lot of sacre bleuing going on. Yeah, right. You know, I, Val Kilmer, I think Val Kilmer might have played Michael Knight. I think he was involved in like a TV version of it for some reason. So stupid. Unless it was making fun of it, you know. Well, I'm telling you, the theme song is a classic and it's been remixed in pop songs a hundred times, like sampled constantly. Every, so, every song is good with it. He's going off with this. Yeah, he's retreating. Right. And he's like, you crazy French drivers. It's so not funny. How did he get that flag? You know, I think that, I don't think that's a real French flag. I think it's a false flag. For la France! Oh, there's bad uh, guy after Harlan. Room. Case is still going on. I know it's still going. This magazine. I have eleven minutes right now for uh, stopwatch. I've been timing the the case. Oh, oh, oh! Great, great, smart. Oh, give it take a couple seconds. It was very slow to the idea. Whoa. Here comes Black Swan. Now look, he'll slam on the brakes and that'll make them zoom past. Right, and then he can do the Pineapple Express. Express. And oh, he's bleeding now. He's been hit. Right. They mustn't hit that ketchup bottle. Now watch this. Watch what happens to her. Now the interior scene right now will be really from a different uh, move. This, right? Yeah. I don't believe it. There she is with her. Never mind. I don't trust the internet on this one. What was the internet saying about that? Uh, that it was really a, a different movie's interior. Like something went wrong and they didn't get the shot. So he used a different movie's. Oh, that's interesting. I mean. But I don't it, believe it because she had the black gloves and it really looked. Well, he does have camera work where he you see them driving and stuff like that. So, but this one is just like an accident scene. It's outside of home. So, he's dead, of course, and he's stuck. And Harlan's getting away. Those good, thank God for those Goodyear tires. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! What? Superman? Seventies glasses. You think it's Clark Kent putting his glasses down? The no. Same? I think it's Lazarus, woman back from the dead. Whoa. Oh, everyone's got a gun. Oh, she is. He's Lazarus. She's thing. fine. She's fine. Look at her white blouse, not soiled. Everything's cool. Look, you can, you can see the writing room of Ozark. Like, that's a great idea. <laughs> oh, back. There's Fuzzy. Yeah, fuzzy bad guy. So these are all HP Halinski's cars. 
Yeah. Now you're going to see firemen in this movie putting out wrecks, right? Those are real fire department people. What he did is he went to the bosses or whatever and convinced them this would be a great training exercise for you guys. Oh, crazy. <laughs> the police were not involved. Like the real fire department. Well, I guess the fire department was there, but. Uh, I know in Gone with 60 Seconds, there were real cops, but they weren't in real police uniforms and real police cruisers. It was all no, malicious. Yo, wow. Zoom, zoom. Oh, that's HB Helizki boy again. <laughs> oh, look at that. How much gas do these cars and, you know, Helizki <laughs> had, had a full tank when he started out. You think he would must have ran out of gas by this point? Watch this. This is it. That was an accident, real life accident. Now watch, he'll go, gotcha. And he has people recording it, filming it, and he used it in the film. Now you saw. Okay. Oh, here we go. Those black guys didn't show up again in this movie. Remember, we thought we saw them. Right, so there was like comic relief where there was like uh, four black teenagers in a but car. But now we have this stereotype instead. The Mexican Rose. Hi, caramba, stereotype! Well, those are some big wheels. Yeah, arriba! Oh, here we go. Timber. Oh, it's got to be an H.P. Halicki film. Thank you, Toby. They really trashed that car. I don't have the vehicle count, but it was the Guinness Book of World Records, and 300 cars beat it. So, last one, it was 97 cars were destroyed. Well, with the, with now, look, the... This is a joke. Like, you can't have an accident on a horse. It's a That was Lee Iacocca. Yeah. He thanked Lee Iacocca in uh, Gone with 60 Seconds. Yeah, he did. And there was something with his widow do, getting with Lee Iacocca and making some sort of arrangement. Something, some business thing happened. All right, mission accomplished. We saved the photograph from burning. <laughs> well, later that will be the proof that whoever's trying to kill Harlan is within the organization. That is a press photo that hasn't yet been released for the new movie. But in reality, it's really gone in 60 seconds press photo. Right. Oh, so they're not even weird. Now look, he goes under the bridge. Nice. Nice is right. Well, that's what planes do. If you get to a bridge, you gotta go under it. Why? All my years of uh, race cars. And... Yeah. Whoa! Whoa. Another car destroyed. There was a tow line on the, that car. Yeah, you'll see things like that. Like in Gone in 60 Seconds, you could see how they pulled over the tanker. Okay, this the garbage truck. This is funny. You see the one in the middle? Like yeah. they're talking about boys. That's what they're talking about. Because here's our new stereotype. They will get saved by what I don't think is a handsome guy. 
Look at that. Is that... It's like a... Is he a sex symbol, this guy? Yeah, he's like the Robert Redford gift. Oh. Where he's in. Okay. But this okay, is the second the... time people oh, in the car. This... Turn up the show. She goes, oh, hi. She says her name. Hi, Aaron. Get that guy's name. Oh, Aaron, I did not get his name. This is the second time a car flipped over and people got out okay. Yeah, because this was early in movies, so the um, Fast and the Furious rules didn't apply. Okay, you see those mailboxes? Yeah. Landed on his car? Yeah. We will now, they will be part of the chase now. His vehicle is a postal vehicle. You'll see, it's so stupid looking. They will live. He's getting, that guy was in Gone in 60 Seconds. They're getting briefed on what's going on. Okay, so I called for an Uber over here. And the Uber <laughs> driver is supposed to be right here. And so in six minutes. Yeah, look, see the mailboxes? Yeah. Yeah, get used to them. Oh, he was waiting for him. Another yeah, bad it. guy. It's, I think it's our ginger one. Our fuzzy. You called him fuzzy? Yeah, fuzzy. He looks like a Muppet. You got like a paint. Your stubble is just like a painted beard. I rock. I rock. Look at that He's magazine boy. You know, How it's important. What do these planes have, Michael? I don't know. The cars, like, they all run on like magic juice. They probably fill them every time they go cut. Yeah, right. I rock. I like like sticking my head out the window with a gun while driving. The Especially, trick is, yeah. Well, you gotta first have your hands at ten and two, of course. Like if you're flying a plane, mm -hmm. and then you gotta go into the passenger seat, into the bag where you have your gun, with and then you gotta take hand. it out. Yeah, your left hand is on still at ten, so then you. uh isn't it illegal to to go into somebody's mailbox? It's look, a federal crime. Look, uh -oh. great, right? And just, so he'll take it and give it to that guy with mailboxes. Whoa! You know, a lot of this is filmed right at his ranch, and they would leave the cars you know he'd say okay that's a wrap and he would leave the cars in the middle of the road this you know, is his he, road yeah well uh no no <laughs> so people would come upon this wreck you know what i mean yeah they would navigate their way through it but i mean it really looked like if they don't know any better they'd be like Holy shit, what happened here? And why are all the people gone? Are they astral projection ghosts? <laughs> they might have reached astral projection ghost level by that point. Look at those mailboxes. I'm going to get you. You're supposed to be Harlan. Carl, Carl, here's your copy of Good Housekeeping. It came today. It came <laughs> massively good. My TV guide. <laughs> my uh, uh, Reader's <laughs> Digest. Look, vote no on R. There were three taglines. The first one was the chase thriller of the 80s. Right. If you don't count, like, uh, Road Warrior. 
Yeah, right. Okay, so um, the second tagline was, from junk cars to movie stars. Right, which was the uh, A Star is Born tagline. What? That is really the lamest one. Oh, look, he goes over the plane. You see that? Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. Now, look, that's really Harlan driving there. See how he gets hurt and stuff? Yeah. You know, his head bumps the steering wheel. I mean, he doesn't have padding. He doesn't have, you it know, might. pillow, bonk the, I don't know. Well, you need to have, like, a kill box. Oh, really? Does he? I don't think yeah. so. He buys it, that's cars. true. Stuntman Mike had a, okay, had no. a passenger seat. Wait, the pro, see the oh, propane? Oh, no. He yeah. goes into the house, and it and and they will the plane will drop a grenade on it. Remember how little the grenade was? And because right. of the propane, watch this ex- ridiculous explosion. They could finally get the explosion he wanted. Perfectly timed it. What? One more shot. Oh, the toilet. Now, really, he built a house on his ranch for purposes of destroying it. And he put... Where is it? The the playground's a nice touch. Yeah. It means kids might be dead. Um, Halicki put dynamite under the floor before dressing up the house complete with food in the fridge and fed the resulting explosion with barrels of gas and rubber tires. Oh, my God. Like, if he was... Maybe he's, like, as... He works out his stunt protection, like his safety works with that. (laughs) These are some elaborate stunts. They are. Okay, now, because of his connections, he got... He didn't buy that. He got a fire plane to be involved in this movie. Put out the house. Now, guess what? There's no way Harlan lived through that. He is dead. And our film is over. Well, I was wondering where the credits are coming. There's Bad Girl. She managed to walk away from the crash and somehow got herself a horse. Horse, yeah. I asked the, I asked the horse about it, but he didn't say anything. Yeah, he didn't even talk. He didn't talk. Because he was sick, right? A little sick? Yeah, he was a little horse. Oh, here we go. Another plane pee-pee. So they're trying to stop the fire or kill him by water? (laughs) No, they're trying to stop the fire. Harlan is dead. Is he? Well, yeah, he he would crash into the house and then it blew up. Oh, so no more Harlan. All right. Oh, so that explains why this movie is over and the credits are rolling. Right. Yeah. The fire truck he bought. Right, with his license vanity plate. So, he's asking what's happened. The guy goes, his guy's giving her no information. There they are. It's good practice. It's good training. Right, yeah, we won't pay you. We'll film you for the movie. I have no comment. I have no comment. I have no comment. Yeah, there's license. Oh, well, that has been. Let's watch a full length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman, Carl. Wait, wait, wait. 
There's, oh, yeah, epilogue. There's epilogue. Look, everyone's all upset that he's dead. Now they're going to inform the daughter. Hi. Hi, friend who I know from my dad, who's so cool. I got bad news, baby. Is your father home? No, he's out with you. Oh, right, right. Oh, yeah, I'll be right back. Hi, police officer. Okay, now there's our number two of the company. And we're about to hear the news that Harlan is dead. Go ahead, Go ahead. Oh, movie title itself. That's six. Yes. Thirty nine. Fuck, there, I'm 39. Cool. There he is. Rest yeah. in pieces. I like cocaine. I, t I, I take, I smoke the cigars. I don't take the tobacco out and put it with weed. Single malt scotch. And single malt scotch and cocaine. Oh, look! It's Grizzly Adams. Sigmund, where are the sea monsters? <laughs> They're like Harlan. You're alive. Let's oh, take it to it a hospital. He's like, no hospital. This is how he got away. Yeah. He started rolled out. Uh, oh, just, my head hurts. My ass is filled with grits and bratches or some shit off the grass. I have thistles. Thistles. Oh. <laughs> my chest hair, my ass. I Why did I roll down the hill with an open shirt? bramble bush. My hair is all messed up. We keep seeing this non-funny. I know. It's going to go on. Oh, he's going to county fair with his pig. Yeah. Oh, there's a French. Oh, look, they're retreating. Yeah, put on the music. All right, so, okay. So now, this is our, like, I'm your boss. And he really looks familiar to me. Like, he was in a sitcom. But I, I don't find anyone in the credits with the uh, cast with those maybe he works for INN International News oh. Network uh it's independent independent oh excuse me so Carl, did I tell you I, I did time the uh the, the chase and it was yeah, 25 yeah. minutes yeah 35 25 oh, yeah oh that's not impressive I thought he was trying to live up Okay, so here's the two reporter dudes with the girl, and thank you for helping me, letting me have a shower. Right. I have a patch on my head to show you that there was once an incident. Thank Jodie Foster for the hockey t-shirt. What? What, in the 70s? Did she wear shirts like that? Oh, this is the no. 80s. It is 80s the shirt. 80s, but the 70s is such recent memory, right? Right, it's that weird blending that happens. Like it's one era fades as the other one dawns. Right. Like her hair is is kind of Farrah Fawcett, but no, it's tighter. It's more Princess Diana, even though there is none yet. You know what I mean? It's 80s now. Well, yeah. Okay, so now we're seeing political backlash like 
Harlan's gone and his movie is opening in two days. I don't want anyone through here, uh, but for employees and, okay, look at this. Now Harlan got help from these guys and for some reason he just sneaks away. He steals their car. What a fucking dick. Oh, and that's the reason I've been calling them for the last hour and a half. They have lines been busy. You know what? I'll call again. I was like, maybe he's trying to call me. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, no. let me call him. Oh, so he oh, is Brady Bunch house. He is right. Um, with all Harlan's money, he's got a Brady Bunch house. You know this guy? He he. You recognize him? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen his weird mustache and beard. Right. Uh, his name's Christopher Stone. and He's, uh, you don't know it yet, but he's our bad guy. And Christopher Stone was an occasional lead and supporting actor in films and television throughout the 80s and early 90s. Uh, first major role. Blah, blah, blah. Um, he would be in a lot of made-for-TV movies. He would be on TV shows like, as a guest, Mission Impossible, Hunter, Wonder Woman. Uh, he he married a woman named D. Wallace, and then he was with yeah, her. In, okay, so the Howling in 1981, they were in together. Could Joe in 80? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. So that's the Wilmot. All right, gotta go. In 1950, in 1995, he died. He was 55. He had a heart attack. Okay, so now the daughter knows the the piggy bank, right? He goes, do you have money? The daughter knows her, her dad is alive, you know, because he's so cool. Don't tell anyone. I just wanted you to know so you didn't grieve. Like, got any money? She goes, I have lots of money. And he goes, great. She goes, I'll leave it for you in the driveway as they pull away, you know, because he's got to pretend he's dead. And the joke was it was a piggy bank. It was a pretty good joke. Yeah, it's a good joke. You figured it would be more since he's the daughter of the director of Gone for 60 Seconds. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, is this sweat, Carl? Like, this is a really good transfer on YouTube. This is a good print. Look at the sweat. It's like yeah, me when I'm right. acting. What's going on here is he's like the reporter's bosses, bo uh, the the news crew's boss, and he's like, "Where's our vehicle?" You know, and and where's my story? You know, we got to go to print. You know, he's the hassling yeah. or the. He's doing that inside office building stick outside. I want it now in my office. Right. Get into your car, drive downtown, go into my office, and put it in my office. <laughs> You're right. This movie does sound great. So you were saying Gone with 60 Seconds, there was no, what's the word, script. No. That they were just like curb your enthusiasm of sketches, sketch of an idea, and they would just. Yeah, hang. but with not, with, without actors, without professional, you know. Yep. Oh, Look, just... Harlicky Gas. See? Harlicky. Yeah. <clears throat> he loves himself. He's such a. Wait a minute. So did he own a town? Like, how did he get all this shit? He had a ranch with a lot of uh, property. What do you mean this? Yeah, like he would yeah. have a big uh, mercantile wrecking yard and 
lots of junky cars and, you know, tow trucks. And I mean, that's what he did when he made movies that all ended. But Oh, right. Yeah. So he wrote this off as a tax expense. No, I think he just wanted to make a movie and get back to the being king shit again. I mean, it had been eight years since, well, I guess six when he started to make it since uh, his last film. And it was such a big hit. I don't know. He must have felt like. You had mentioned that because you told me last week that he died while making Gone with 60 Seconds 2. Right. Which was in 85, I guess. 89. 89. Yeah. Okay, he was killed in an accident while filming Gone with Gone in 60 Seconds 2 in 1989. His widow, Denise, produced a remake of Gone in 60 Seconds in 2000 with Jerry Bruckheimer. Right. I don't think I have the details of the death in front of me, but as I recall, they were doing a water tower that was going to fall over and hit the ground and splash and everything. So they had, like, pull cable things. One of them snapped, and it cut a, just a light... A, um, a telephone pole that was just in the neighborhood, and that just happened to exactly fall the hell on him. Look, he's paying with his piggy bank. Oh, there you go. $4.55. Hey, Axon. Hey, Harlan. Harlan! What? <laughs> You're supposed to be dead! Yeah. So he's like, you got $20? Of course you got $20. He just uses then he goes, I need money, I need a car, I need a gun. And Axon's like, Will you come to the right place? You know. He's, all right. Wasn't he taking a bus though to go somewhere? Yeah. Yeah, it was about the premiere. They were, you know, there's a premiere in two days of somebody's latest film, and they're going forward with it even though he's dead. Here's your gun. Here's your Here's gun. Your money. Here's, Here's your, your car. car. Oh, that yellow car? <laughs> yeah, he goes, he goes, it's my wife's car. And she goes, really? He goes, you're going to like it, you know? He kind of looks like Joe Don Baker. I like, know that name. Yeah, okay. he was on the... Look, 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 look. We're really in H.B. Halicki's house, and you see all his crooked toys? You were saying, go ahead. Oh, well, Joe Don Baker was probably best known for... Walking Tall in the 70s. And then he was in a bunch of James Bond movies. He played the CIA spy, Felix. Uh-huh. Oh, I, see, I remember that. Yeah. I like, do we're, hope we're, we're going to have some gratuitous sex and violence. <laughs> They're so boring around here. Like, oh, here comes Felix, and he's breathing through his mouth. It's Joe Don Baker, all right, <laughs> yeah. Hey. All right, so I'm completely lost with this plot. Oh, okay, I'm... okay, okay. Harlan is dead, okay? Right. But he's trying to Ooh, find did out. Did you who... see the, the sign? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Is it gone in 60 seconds? No, the yellow sign that says uh, C-O-O-N Valley. Tony's? Tony, right. Tony. In between Tony is... Oh. Uh, yeah. Look at all the guns. Okay, what's happened is the guy's dead. So they're trying to still go forward with the movie. So 
that one guy doesn't want the press in. The other guy does because, you know, he, the, the new guy, number two has now become number one. Got to make up the decision. It's like now his daughter needs, you know, Harlan's daughter needs him. Now he goes. So I don't know. It's just like pressure and everything's, nothing's falling apart, but things aren't cool with Harlan gone. That's what we're learning. Meanwhile, Harlan is going to sneak around his own lot, his own, all his toys and everything, and right. be chased by his own guards. Look at that old-timey bike. I know. It's solid steel. He would just buy anything. Anything that moves, baby. I wonder <laughs> if he had, like, it open to the public. Good question. Now, in 91 or 2, after he died, there was some sort of legal thing they had to it had to be auctioned off so the the widow oversaw auctioning all his fucking stuff yeah well he must have won having the most toys yeah well i think he it, like okay there's a zoo close to me it's called space farms i don't know why i don't know why it must mean all the space they have in the place and it's really interesting animals. You'll see a buffalo, and you'll see gorilla, and you'll see a bear like crazy, and ostrich, emu. I don't know. It's pretty cool. Anyway, they have this interesting collection. Like, there's a cafeteria, and you go upstairs for no reason at all. They have all sorts of stuff like this. And it's all under glass, and you're allowed to walk around and just check it out for no reason. Also, at Space Farms, they have... Um, Buildings and buildings filled with interesting cars, like old-timey right. cars. You know, wasn't that by, like, Wild West City? Exactly, Park? exactly. Which was because Angela. we went, we went in, uh, from New, New, New Montgomery, New Jersey. We went on right. a school trip to Wild West City, and we're like, we want to go to Space Farm instead. Right, right. You would have had a blast. The billboards for Space Farm was like this woman being eaten by an alligator. And I'm like, this looks like so much fun. <laughs> Fuck the old Wild West. Space Farms has, like, you go into this room and it's all those glowing rocks, you know? Right. It's really an inter Okay, so, look, he's sneaking around his own place, kind of looking for clues. Oh, he's trying to turn something so they, the door will open. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. It's a, No, but it's a secret he didn't know about, which doesn't make sense. Up oh, his guard. Look at his jukebox. and Yeah, he's got tons of stuff. Just spent that money, man. You know, I don't feel great reading that sign. I just noticed it during that movie, but it is it is kind of a racist name, right? I mean, what is the sign? Well, I'll show it to you later. I'm not gonna say it again. Oh, okay. Lucky strike. Yeah, right. It's lucky because it's ro it's toasted. Oh, is squeak, that roti? I love this like secret cat and mouse chase throughout a warehouse. Uh, squeak, 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 <laughs> squeak, 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 squeak. Uh, yeah, hi, auction house. I want to auction this stuff off. It's so braggy that he's stealing things down there, but it's just showing off his. Flyers and old timey police cars and look at that car. It's just a well. He he built something to place the car underneath. 
Think about all yeah. the time. You probably had to oversee workers. And Yeah, come on, Seth, you're doing it wrong now. I want you to park the car at this angle. Look at all this stuff he's got. Well, you need a place to... This is like the ultimate man cave, right? So look, yeah, he shoots the ultimate man cave's mannequin. Uh-huh. Oh, no, our mascot. Oh, God, it was six seconds, two cars. Oh, that's six or seven. Is it six? No, no, no. I, I don't know. Like, I'm trying to count the same item as one. So, so I've seen a car with gone with 60 seconds. Okay, but. it's a, It might be the same car. I doubt it. But isn't it how many times it hits the viewers? Okay, so he's taken a car. I don't know why. It's the famous Gone in 60 Seconds car. And this one wouldn't count. You're right, because we... It's the same car, actually. Yeah. And that's how he's going to make his escape, just like Jesse Pinkman. Right, just like Jesse Pinkman. (laughs) Not really, though. Jesse drove away. I wish I never knew what happened afterwards. But I got to watch the sequel. Well, he's in Alaska now. Now, I was in Fairbanks, Alaska, and I did not see Jesse Pink. So these guys are the reporters, and they're helping um, Harlan. So Harlan hopped the fence, hopped into <laughs> their news van, and now they're distracting the cop and making him a making a bonehead of him. All right. Oh, this movie is the bomb. <laughs> Okay. Now, deed, deed, things, deed, deed. I get a little confused in the plot because the bad guy achieved his goal. Right. Okay? He killed Harlan. So they're going to make another attempt. Uh, I'm I'm going to spoil the movie for you, okay? What? We only have 15 more minutes, Carl. All right, go mm-hmm. ahead, spoil it. Well, when it's revealed, it's really lame. And when it happens, you go, oh. All right. Well, can we just help me out here? Okay. We are watching this movie. You have seen this movie several times. This yes. is my first time watching this movie. It is about a filmmaker who made mm-hmm. Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah. He has a different name. He's right. going to promote his second movie. Right. But somebody was hired, paid somebody to kill him. Yeah. On his and way it, to the James Dean Festival, make a big showy killing. So we got three vintage planes, red, black, and blue. Now He's Whoa. Trying. Right. Now, that is the number two who became number one is the guy they were trying to blow up, I guess. He doesn't get blown up, but it kind of doesn't make sense. Well, anyway, go ahead. So ask me the question. So, yeah. All right. All right. So, five so now he's getting to So the question I have. Is we need to know who is the mysterious person who wants him dead and why. Right. And 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 everyone thinks he's dead. That's his, to his advantage. Right. Like Mick Jagger and uh, running out of luck. Yeah, which was to his disadvantage. Right. Well, he was running Actually, out of luck. Actually, yes, you're right. In the end of the film, he didn't reveal that he wasn't dead. You're right. Right. Well, he, did, he did sing like Mick Jagger in a bar. So I think like. Clearly. It was clearly yeah. Mick Jagger. Just another night with you. <laughs> Big, uh, big face. What's I'm the so sad. You remind me of the late Big Jagger. Now we have a little humor, okay? I'm sorry. What was that song? Oh, no, no. It's a new. Here we go. 
Yeah. Like, I'm on the air in two seconds. Don't give me any of that crap. That he he's does. On the air. No, he's still under the desk pulling her down. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's just you, more of the boss stuff. Guys you got to tell the people the truth. Now, once again, watch this funny gag they do. Watch. She's going to go back on air in two seconds. Now, he's putting the file on top of the desk. That'll get his hand in the shot. Watch what she does. All right. Well, that's great. Did you see the news? It looked like there's a third hand. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. People are talking about it. Oh, so to, to wrap up the plot, because I want to hear the spoiler okay, before okay. this movie ends. Okay. So that's it. He thinks he's dead, and now that he he's has trying to find the real murderer, right? Right. Okay, so I'm all caught up. Tell me the spoiler for me. Okay. The guy who died at 55 of a heart attack who we've seen in Howling, what was it? Howling 1. And oh, Cujo, Cujo. Uh, Cujo, yeah. He's like, I don't know, like jealous of Harlan. Like Harlan is the big star, but he... Now why is she just going around killing people? It doesn't make sense. Taking the bomb. It, it, this is when the plot sort of falls apart. Okay, she's real cautious, and we'll get a funny thing right. when she gets into an accident. Okay, so he it will get he wants to kill them one at a time so he can take over the company. And I don't know, he's our bad guy. Okay, he ordered the hit. My yeah, mom was, was thrilled to be in this film. She was great, Carl. I have to say, yeah. and uh, the best part was like afterwards we had a rap party and. She just followed right. the crew in her own car. She's so um, uh, tenacious, you know. She was on the uh, Gentiles telling jokes. <laughs> Gentiles telling jokes. Yeah. yeah. So this, this traveling salesman. Okay, so he's discovering part of the plot now. And he's discovering that there's a bomb <coughs> planted at the opening, at the premiere of the movie. Mike, why? Why? Why would the bad guy want to blow up the premiere of the movie? Why? Well, I don't know why. Because he hates he hates Harlan. Yeah, but he thinks Harlan's dead. Well, he doesn't want the legacy to live on. He wants to make sure that no one remembers this movie, so he's going to blow it up. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, look, the bomb uh, is being placed. Yeah. Zoom, zoom. So now Harlan knows that there's a bomb at the premiere, so he's going to go save the day. Yeah, it's called oh, his no, movie. Oh, lady. Oh, sorry, not yet. Hey, there's a bomb in the theater. I know, I saw the movie. Ah, high five. Now look, for some reason, they think he's a murder suspect. It doesn't make any sense. Well, oh, yeah. There's a very fat guy there'll be a funny thing. He'll get into trouble. Watch. They'll crash. When's right. it going to happen? Oh, there it is. Okay. There it is. Waiting for the car crash. 
Oh, somebody helped the fat guy. Maybe you should turn up the sound. All right. Well, that's it. He does this like weird, hearty laugh. You want to be in my movie, Tony? Yeah, I would love to. What do I have to do? Just sit in your car and roll them. Correct. That's funny. What do I got to do? Just sit in your car. <laughs> Watch this. We're just seeing more vehicles yeah. destroyed. Oh, my God. If I was a villain, I would make sure I had a yellow car. Uh oh. That's the train. <laughs> no, that won't happen, but. People walking the tracks. Just like Montclair. Yeah. Take a left on the road. Got that. Make a right. Not Recalculating. Right, right. Recalculating. Turn left at Main Street. You would miss your exit. <laughs> I see you're being chased by four police. Playing the police. We are spirits in the, in material. the material world. Our spirits. You're under arrest, my friend. Our spirits in the material. No, no, GPS. No, no police. Okay, playing Sting. Least use of police. That there's a least use of highways. Uh-oh. No, um, wait, he's using watch, house. watch. He uses it as a ramp and gets away. Oh, no. the cars, the hood of the cars. It's so much collateral damage. No, those are all Harlan's cars. Uh all uh HB Halicki's cars. Toby. Now, why would the cops say, I'll do it, too, in the real world? Right, especially because it's just in a parking lot. They could just drive around the cars or something. Right, they like, can block the exit, of course. Yeah. They go over the grass, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Whoop, whoop, oh, the cops whoop. made it. House of Poochie. It's House of Poochie. House of Poochie, what? The restaurant's called Poochie. Oh, did you see House of Gucci? I did see House of Gucci. I, I, like, voted, when I, I first saw House of Gucci, I thought, oh, see the Goodyear blimp? That's yeah. where it's going to end up. Okay. We only had a couple minutes anyway. When I saw Gucci, I was really thinking to myself, this is a rags to riches story. Because she just, you know, she married into the Gucci family and just, just became a controlling bitch. And then I was like, oh, this is a rags to bitches story. Oh, you're including her psychic friend, right? Otherwise, it would just be a rags of bitch. Rags of yeah, bitch. With the cards. Yeah. Remember the scene when they hired him? Can I tell you, I watched House of Gucci in one go. Loved it. I'm still in the middle of the last. Loved it? Yeah, it was good. Really? It was good. The performance good. of the stupid brother. The stupid brother's horrible, but God bless like it. Darth Vader Jr. trying to pretend us trying to pretend he's a she goes it goes from like you know like a lifetime story no like a, it's a love story about this woman who falls in love with Gucci and how he becomes part of the family until she doesn't and then she becomes psychotic and you go oh I remember this story 
this is basically he's because he's gonna kill you know you knew it coming yeah, in yeah so it's like it's real life but it's messy you know the story is messy it's like all over the place but it's, it's what happens now there she is our cautious driver it's our funny ag okay now he's destroyed the the oh look oh she's still going Sunday driver <laughs> it was grandma follow her get that grandma yeah <laughs> get that grandma can you describe the well she had a knit like a crocheted what is that thing where you do it yourself I was like knitting right like crochet You're under arrest. <laughs> May I do a funny uh, tagline? That's not the word. She's, this is where she got fired as an Uber driver. <laughs> oh, here's the blip you're talking about. Right. Sure thing, Harlan. But he oh my God, this is not how you know Harlan's coming. So he hops on to the blimp. This is not how you enter a blimp, though. <laughs> Usually you should enter it while it's on the ground. Also, no smoking. He's on. Uh, not yet. Not yet. Uh, uh, hi, Harlan. How are you? Much better. Really getting good. on this, getting on a blimp is such hard work. Okay, now there's this shot. Like, you should turn up the volume when you see the cop answer the phone. Not now. Not now, now. When you see the All cop right. answer the phone. I'm ready. I got the studio volume set up. What they did is they took that news van they have, not the station wagon, the van. Yeah, independent news network. They did a very fake set of a guy at a table with a phone and a window behind him. And then they drove past very slowly the blimp parked on the ground. And it looks like it's flying past the window. You'll see in a moment. All right. I'm looking for it. I'm, I'm also waiting for the cop on the phone. Is it? Uh, no, no. When you see him, when you see him. Uh oh, time elapsed. It's been forty seconds, Carl. Okay. We got a ref. Oh, movie poster. Oh, oh billboard. Billboard. Either. I don't know the count, but he's being gratuitous. All right, I think it's like five. Okay. All right. Well, let's count. We have neon sign. Remember the neon sign? This yes. Is Car painted sign. Variety. Variety. Uh. There's another item. Oh, yeah, okay. Now, just turn up now. Now, he's on top of a news van, that guy. Los Angeles. Yeah. Okay. They're driving past it. How does he know it's the window? Sergeant Cohen, press the mouse button, all available units, 7 to 0. 
Oh, they go to the Cinerama Dome. That's the premiere. Yeah. Now, oh, there it Harlan is. Yes. Yeah, it's going to get close and then jump off the blimp. What is wrong with him? Does he know you can, blimps could land? You don't have to climb up on him? It's like Snowpiercer. That train's never going to stop. I got to hop on. Our reporter has every job. There's a movie premiere. I want you to cover that. You know, she everywhere Harlan is, she just happens to be covering. Well, she is the Harlan news desk. Like that <laughs> t-shirt guy. Romance guy. Look, it's a blimp. Oh, it's a blimp. It's still a blimp. Oh, there's this must be Sunset Boulevard. <laughs> there's movie posters for Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah, nothing like going to a premiere of a movie where they have movie posters from the last movie. Well, yeah. that's a nice movie. That's weird. Ah, e. <laughs> Look out! Get, uh, get me closer! Is that Harlan? How could you see <laughs> a little as small as a, your pinky? Is that Harlan? No, that's the blimp. All right, coming down for a blimp landing. Oh, yeah, there's a Cinerama. Oh, there's the end in the air guy. The end is near. Oh, Carl, that's good news. He spoiled the movie. The end is near. <laughs> that's good. Oh, so what's the like other movie poster? Right. What was currently? Oh, God, was 60 seconds. Another billboard. Oh, on a rotating billboard, yeah. There's a bomb, there's a bomb, the bomb, 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 bomb. So now he finally gets up to the steps to say that there's a bomb. And suddenly the bad guy reveals himself. He punches Harlan. Then climbs up in the roof to say, come up here and fight me. Was he surprised to see Harlan alive? Well, no, he... Uh, I, I guess, yes, but he didn't show it. He goes, come on up here, Harlan, you and me, damn it. Oh, I hate when people climb up on the dome. But, I mean, why has he suddenly revealed himself as the bad guy? Harlan didn't uh, know that. I can't get away. This is so great. Got the gun on you. Jump, jump. <laughs> Crisscross down there. I'm explaining why I'm mad at you. Okay, you can listen. I mean, I'm doing every movie. It's all right. You want to fight me fair and square? Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Yeah, I want a final fight scene that looks great when you see it. It's going to be great. It looks great on the cinema-rama. Then they actually... in my movie, all you got to do is stand on the yeah. roof and watch what happens to me. It's ironic because they would never show us. Do you think they showed this movie in the cinema or is it the closest I, you again? Know, again, just like Gone in 60 Seconds, I don't know very much about box office and right. the release. Whoa, watch out! Whoa! Ooh, blood splat. Right into a mat 
you know, <laughs> right into a foam mat. Watch out, it's gonna blow up. Here's the bomb. Whoa. Whoa. It's going direct to video. <laughs> it's a bomb. It's going direct to video. <laughs> oh, let's see it again. Yep. Yeah. He'll, he'll do that. And we saw that the guy got out of. Oh, 4th of July. No, it's Harlan. It's Harlan's back alive. We saw this last film. You're alive. It's the night of the premiere. But we've already seen. Okay. It's a party. That's what it is. You know, at the beginning of the film, when that guy was number two, he says, I want it to be a good party. I don't care what it costs. Right after the premiere. And I guess that's where we are. Ooh, it says Happy Sweet 16, Kelly. Love Dad. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. That's the party. There's our. Yeah, she's got her own car. Normally, I think that spoils kids, but this is H.V. Halicki. I mean, he's got a couple cars laying around. Well, you've seen the Lego movie where Will Ferrell shows up as the father and he's like, Don't touch my collection of Lego. How dare you play with my oh, toys? Wow. Oh, that's funny. Oh. That's the last pig man. Pig oh my god. Pearl. Yeah. Come on. One more time. Yeah. That's for going for 60 seconds where he got a limp for life. Yeah. Oh, right. That was the scene he put it in this movie, too. Or his wife did, you see, after the edit. Uh, well, when we watched the first movie, it edited with a posthumous uh, message the, about, yeah, yeah, with the wife driving around in the original car, right, and and that might be going on here too. Like she just had her fingers in it. I don't know. Wow, the look at that place! What a little clubhouse. Well, There's Carl, Abbott. <laughs> I have to say the, the end credits are going to be like this, but I want to ask you what you think of this movie. Just like the last one, like. There, it's so bad, and there's also great things he did about it, you know. And like, we and we saw him get totally injured and a plane wreck, and he left it in the film. He's a badass, yeah. You know, he's like, I'll take that jump, I'll do that dive, I'll, you know. I can't believe they painted the cars with the end credits. That's what I'm talking about. Like, this is a bad film, but at the same time, that that detail, yeah. It's almost like, what is it called? Liquid Sky? Was that the name of the movie? Right. Like, I remember Liquid Sky. Like, yeah. It was a terrible movie, but they worked so hard on it. it, it like their effort was 100%, you know? It has an auteur quality, right? Where you're like outsider art, like what the fuck? But he hits this car culture. Like he nails it. Yeah. Well, he was in it. Yeah. And also I'm impressed with all the friends and connections he has from doing the tow yard stuff, getting the contracts, you know, he knows the commissioner, he's hanging with the boys, he goes to the cop bar, <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he's like, he's a, he's a tow guy. They well, got the contract to fix his, their cruisers. Right. I love this movie. I mean, I think Gone with 60 Seconds is great. This movie is great. The plot's really stupid. It hurts my head. This means you, Carl. Yes. All right. H.B. Halecki. That's a wrap. And good and... year. Okay. Yeah. All right. Thank you.
Oh, no, thank you. As an audience member, I want to thank you. Oh, the end, finally. Yeah, the junk man. Wow, rated. Released by my toe company. You know what was also rated PG in 1982, Carl? What? E.T., the extraterrestrial. Not rated G, huh? No, it was. I know they had to create. Look at that. Oh, yeah, the Car Crash King, 89. Toby, you're truly missed by. Well, that's got cut out. Yeah, so they added some re- re- digitally remastered credits, but the credits were pretty fascinating too. I want to help make Toby's dream come true. Yeah, he's missed. I mean, they're pretty crazy stunts. Well, Carl, you had mentioned that that's his that's his widow, Denise Alicki. Oh wow! And so I guess she made this hot something. Right, got it out there. It's so cool. Look at all these. Vintage cars and his Yeah, yeah. He, he had interesting, nostalgic. I don't know. The word isn't taste. It was a good collection. He had interesting yeah. things. And his stunts, like they show, like the aftermath. Like people do get hurt, and it's just you know. Yeah. And, uh, even if they have characters dressed up to be hurt, they show the reactions afterwards. Yeah, solid movie. Carl, you had mentioned earlier that he uh, passed away shooting the sequel, but he had made movies before. Including the junk man and there was another movie right that he did yeah. this was considered to be <clears throat> part of a trilogy okay um, and that trilogy was of course gone in 60 seconds the junk man and then the next year 1983 he made deadline auto thief okay let's look for deadline auto thief on youtube it's out there all right i'm, I'm waiting for the end credits to end i want to see the end credits we'll to end. watch right. the, the um trailer yeah well i want to make sure we have a full cut i'm going to do this live on the show okay but oh here's a remastered trailer i just want the credits of this movie to end trailer deadline auto thief 1982 no it's 1983 and and i already found it you'll it's out there you'll go ahead and check though well carl is there a uh, full version yes okay uh the channel is Car Chase Wonderland 2. Well, I'm still watching the credits of this movie. The digital remaster. Yeah. The special yeah. thanks. Good year. Guinness Book of World Records Museum. Museum. I'm a, yeah. I'm a little behind you. Yeah, we were off a bit. But... No, that was a joke because I was saying it after. Okay, oh, you were saying it. Well, what well, are you Oh, reading? it was a joke because you were saying that. What are you reading? I'm reading, reading www.carcrashking.com. I think I'm a little behind you. Junk Man Copyright 1982. Junk uh, Man Copyright. Wow, you okay, are so This is... Okay, I guess. All right, I guess we're done with this. All right, so, so Carl, what is the name of this movie again? Deadline Auto Thief. Deadline... Why can't I remember something coming fast? Right. Dead... Which was car gone in 60 seconds. They had a deadline. They were auto thieves. Right. Deadline auto thieves. He's just playing the hits at this point. Knows what he's playing. There we go. Deadline auto thief. Okay. Uh, yeah, there's the full movie. Uh, soundtrack. There's two, two. Yeah. All right. So which trailer are you doing? Trailer Tracker English? No, the other one's. Taylor Tracker English is in front of me. You have that. Yeah, I do. 
Okay. Deadline Auto Thief 1983 trailer. Trailer Trekker English is the channel we like. Yeah. I'm hitting, I'm pausing it, moving it back to zero, zero, zero. I'm waiting for Mike to do the mic countdown. All right. Well, here comes the mic countdown at the end of the show. Three, two, one, go. Oh, another vanity plate. Yeah. That's what? Joe Don Baker. That's John Don Baker. Cool. Thief. <laughs> it's pronounced thief. I thought it was yeah, thief. All right, boys and girls, listen. We don't have any more unmarked patrol cars. That's the car for the second movie, yeah, the one in the water. VW Rabbit. The VW Rabbit. Oh, it's that stunt again. Again, he's showing it. In the trailer. Oh, that's the second movie. See, Deadline Auto Theft, before it happens. Before it happens to you? What does it mean? There'll there'll be a time limit where you have to steal a car and yeah, before it happens to you. Watch some other guy get do what ha might happen to you. Oh, I love it. Oh, I'm excited, man. We're on an H.P. Halicki kick, and we'll be watching his third movie in the trilogy for the third consecutive week. We would love for you to check out our Facebook page by our full name. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. You'll find out what movie is playing. You'll find out the link. Uh, link to what? Carl has been um, monitoring, uh, administrating, I should say, our Facebook page where he takes the movie and the, our audio and syncs it together. YouTube. So, yeah, YouTube is called. And that's our YouTube channel, L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Thank you so much, Mutiny Radio. And, of course, Luke Sayer from What's Really Happening at noon before us. Make it a Sunday afternoon. Tune into Mutiny Radio all Sunday. Uh, right now, you'll hear a bunch of stuff. And then 8 o'clock, there'll be another show. Carl, anything you want to let people know about before we get out of here? Go to carlsucks.com. All right. Yeah, likewise. All right, guys. See you next week. Uh, distinguished guests. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutinyradio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, mutinyradio.fm.